Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. That could also be a challenge where it's like the polycule goes to Olive Garden. <laughs> and there's and no to, vegan there's no vegan options. There's no, yeah. no gluten free options. No, you have to have the Alfredo. They, they have to go to Panera and get the broccoli cheddar bread bowl. Right. Ooh, and then yeah. try to have an orgy afterwards. <laughs> yeah. There are few things that I love more than chaos. Yeah. Um addictive. Addictive. I think we're so used to seeing straight romantic chaos play out on the screen, and very rarely do we get to watch queer chaos. Yeah, we as queer people deserve to be, you know, horrible, like, messes that can, like, barely have an adult conversation with our loved ones. Absolutely. Representation matters. Yeah. And what I want to see represented is a bunch of fuck theys yeah. on an island fucking each other. And also trying to win money. Yeah, the scum of the scum of, like, queer people. Which is, all on one island. Which is why I loved the sexually fluid season of Are You the One? And that's what we're going to be talking about today with our hilarious guest. Truly. Honey Pluton, comedian, social media darling. Uh Uh-huh, truly. They are going to be taking us on a deep dive into Are You The One? Because this is Like a Virgin, the show where we give yesterday's pop culture today's takes. I'm Rose Damu. And I'm Fran Torado. So I know that we said last week this episode was going to be fully about Secrets of Dumbledore, um, or Dumbledore Sitting on a Secret, my (laughs) alternate title. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it was just so awful that we decided... 
um, to have honey come talk to us about Are You the One instead. Yeah. So fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Much better replacement for sure. Okay, here we are on Like a Virgin, reunited. Reunited. Reunited, and it feels so good, um, because you just got back from the desert. Yeah, I was not at Coachella, but I was at one of the various parties adjacent to Coachella. I thought it was very funny that I called you crying that my dog was sick and we could no longer go to our friend's birthday party in Catalina, and Two hours later, I saw an Instagram story of you driving to the <laughs> desert to go to Coachella. In Coachella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, while I was while I was waiting at the animal hospital to okay. have my baby. I did send you several of. voice memos asking if you I could did. check in. No, you did. I'm not saying you who? I'm not saying you weren't a supportive friend. I I'm just, just had sa- a very I'm quick just saying, plan. Yeah, yes, you did. <laughs> I had a friend that had already invited me and I said, Oh no, I'm going to be in Catalina that weekend. So when you called and canceled, I was like, Well, I'm I'm going to, you know, do what I yes. do. Well, happy birthday, Cheno, who will never listen to this. Will never listen to this podcast. Um, and, anyways. and Catalina Ferry Company, I want my money back. Are they not? Are you? Are they no, giving you? No, no one's giving me my money back. No. Well, I'll still, I'll, I'll send, a Venmo request me for that. Okay. Um, well, since we last talked, though, there's been a, there's been a, um, a drag race reunion. Yes, there has. There has been quite a few things going. Did you watch the reunion? I did watch the reunion. You kind of. I had nothing else to do. I mean, obviously I was going to watch it anyway, but like I literally spent the whole weekend with my sick dog in my arms. Mm. Well, I mean, what did you think? It was great. Oh my God. It was so fun. Wait, it was really good. I was kind of surprised. It was really good. I forgot half who half of those girls were. June Jambalaya. (laughs) But June actually had some amazing moments. Cornbread was amazing. Yeah. Her reactions to everything. (laughs) I also did love the moment where RuPaul was like, so half of you are trans now. Let's talk about that. (laughs) That was actually a really tender moment because the, you know, the, the dolls were all finally present and out. Yes, and I did love Carrie Colby's The Sisterhood of the Traveling Estrogen. Yes, another one. Another another one. (laughs) It was was really, it was honestly, I mean, not to like give Rue any credit here, but it was to me, um, I really like beautiful and almost like healing to see that entire conversation. Not a moment. I wouldn't go that full, far. I would not call it healing. I Okay. Th- for sure. For sure. It I, was I, shielding. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think I was shook that it wasn't just a moment. It was a full conversation that they had that spent a lot of time about like the five trans contestants of this show. And I was like, we've arrived at this moment where like, when you know way back when Rue said the thing about you know you've if, got Gmail yeah well that too but also like when Rue was like you know if you have boobs you can't compete or whatever and I'm sure still thinks that yeah well I mean I I I was um again not gonna give Rue Rue too much credit but I was really taken aback when at the end of that kind of conversation he specific very specifically said you all are my teachers like he said that verbatim he's like you all are my teachers like. I appreciate this. And and I appreciate the person who wrote that line for him. <laughs> I, you know, that I I I'm not again not trying to give Rue too much credit, but I do know that he's very smart and I do not think that he has necessarily No, been he wants to be he wants to be on the right side of history. I think that is where he's arrived and I don't know what his actual politic is because he's never actually held himself accountable and never actually like 
really apologize for what he well, said. Well, because I'm sure he doesn't think he has anything but to apologize I, but for. But the thing is, and I think that this is true, at least for me, I won't speak for anybody else, but like apologies don't mean shit to me and actions mean everything. So yeah. if he's here having this and moment So casting for women, a bunch of trannies <laughs> on your show, that means more. Well, having the space for their conversation, that to me was what was really beautiful. Yeah. Well, um, but also, I mean, like, there, aside from like, like Cornbread's reactions, like, which was so amazing. I was shook by how much I loved everything Maddie Morphosis said. You know what? Maddie Morphosis Loki is really funny. Came all the way around. And I guess like you kind of have to be to have that identity in that context. Like you have to be able to keep up. And like I do think that throughout the season and especially in her fight with um Jasmine Kennedy in Untucked, like she she like held her own. Absolutely. I think also Jasmine versus Daya was also like I did not expect Jasmine to hold her own and she did actually say everything that she needed to say. And like, I also didn't expect Daya to like um like own up to being a dick the way she did. No, and I also didn't think I would ever empathize with her. And even though I still think that she's kind of like a piece of shit, like I I did find humanity in in like the fact that she's getting a bunch of death threats. You know okay, I mean? so who's gonna win? I'm gonna. This is my prediction of what's happening in okay. the finale. I think, unfortunately, um, Willow and Angeria will get like knocked out pretty early in the night. Yeah, and then. I think it will come down to Lady Camden and Diabetti. I think there will be. I think they will lip sync. And I think <sighs> Lady Camden's going to win. That would be so, so horrible. Um, I, But I, I know that that's the world that we live in. You mm-hmm. know, I, there, there's going to be a twist that eliminates a favorite. It's going to be hard to watch. Yeah, Willow and might honestly get eliminated first. That would be... Here's the thing, though, is that we need Willow on All-Stars anyways. Duh. So, like, I absolutely would stand that because she's already won. You know what I mean? Like, she's already... She will probably be Miss Congeniality. Literally. And she will or be maybe the Angeria. most beloved contestant of the season, no matter who the winner is. Who's know? the fifth one? Uh, Bosco. Oh, Bosco's not going to win. No, no, no. Um, also, <laughs> things that did not win... This week was you and I went to go see the quote unquote gay Harry Potter movie, which is how you framed it to me, by the way. It's how it was framed literally by a Warner. No, 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 no. They released one clip and you were like, it's the gay Harry Potter film. Well, I was obviously being hyperbolic. Yeah, you were. When I say that this movie was nothing. Like, it was nothing. (laughs) Nothing. We can't even make fun of it. Like, nothing to even make fun of. No, it was such a filler movie. Filler. Like, because... The the story is that there's there's supposed to be five of them, and this is the third one, and it's very clearly supposed to be, like, just, like, setting the stage for the next two, which I don't think are happening. Wait, for the virgins, can you contextualize the kind of swirl of controversy that's kind of happening yeah. over the course of these post-Hogwarts Harry Potter films? Yes, so... um. I don't know if you've heard, but J.K. Rowling is a turd. (laughs) (laughs) There actually was a very interesting article in Variety, which I talked to you about, which is about how this film franchise is so embattled by all of these scandals that Warner Brothers really kind of wants to kill it. Yeah. Um, And all of these insiders saying that they don't think it has a way forward and that, like, the only way to make Harry Potter work is for them to do something that's really focused on the original stories. Because, okay, you've got J.K. Rowling being a turf. Yeah. And because of that, like, she can't do any press. 
you know, they're very strict about what the actors, like, they don't get to do any, like, long-form interviews. Well, and um, then they also have the, jo- the Johnny Depp. And then there's Depp. the Johnny Depp of it all. Um, and then there's Ezra Miller constantly getting in bar Ezra fights. Then there's Ezra Miller choking someone <laughs> getting in bar fights. Like, which, first of all, let's just say, non-binary dirtbag representation, again, very important. Yeah, very like, a through line I, of this I, episode. I, when I saw Ezra Miller's mugshot this, like, past week, I was like, you know what? This representation really does matter. And I'm not even saying that in a joking way. Like, I think we deserve to have this moment, too, you know? Yeah, but... um. You know, did you know? Do you know why they were why they were? Um, oh, because it was because it was a song. Right? Because they were at a karaoke bar and they were really upset that someone was singing "Shallow." <laughs> well, I would be too. <laughs> um, so the odds are very much stacked against this franchise, but you know, it's a Harry Potter, quote, quote unquote, unquote, movie. Um, so I'm sure that people are seeing it, although someone I followed did tweet a photo of, like, the empty screening they were at. So I'm sure, I mean, it's projected, I think, to not do as well as any of the other ones, um, like, particularly, like, post-COVID. But I think the last one also was kind of a flop. Yeah. And it's just, you know. I tried to rewatch the last, re- after we saw this, I was like, you know, maybe it's because I didn't see the last one. And it was. I had not seen <laughs> well, the last one. Well, on the way to the movies. <laughs> Um, our friend Ash found a YouTube video that recapped the past <laughs> two movies, and none of us had any idea Ret- what was happening. And like, you retained know, retained no plot. And line. you know, like, I'm a diehard yeah. Potter girl, despite everything. Um, and even I like could not remember a single thing that happened. Yeah, in the last movie. no stakes. These movies are just bad, and like. The gay stuff, the, the gay, the gay stuff in the gay Harry Potter movie was like basically irrelevant to the plot. It was like two lines I think of Dumbledore f- talking about being in love with Grindelwald, I and the f- they exchanged some like longing glances, which you know were cut for China. That's what I was gonna say. The fact that like China could cut it like within like a minute and a half. Well, it's like how why, very they made telling. it that way. They yeah. made it so that they could do that. Exactly. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Of yeah. course. Um, and like I, the cynical part of me thinks like if J.K. Rowling had never come out as a turf, we wouldn't even have that because yeah. it did feel to me like they're they're even positioning it as like a queer love story to show that like she's not she's not phobic is, against everyone which is in and of itself <laughs> transphobic like to put like cis gay guys in a movie and be like this is reparative to like trans anti-trans harm is like stupid but like the other thing about that like the queer romance is it was not a rom- a queer romance of any kind. There is no element of the gayness that is wound through any other no. portion of the movie in any way whatsoever, point blank, period. And also the movie is just bad. It's boring. Bad. The only good scene was the crab scene. There's a crab scene. <laughs> There's that... a crab scene that, as a cancer, I found um, I really related to. Oh, my God. What's her name? Jessica? Jessica. Oh, no, we can't <laughs> Yes, talk we about... can. I will talk about her. <laughs> I was bummed because I am a diehard Tudor Queens fan, and she used to host that show. <laughs> she was horrible. But, it was... Uh, it was huge mega flop, Dudu Kaka. Dudu Kaka on ep- on 
like later episodes of Two Dope Queens, she tells a story of how she made, met J.K. Rowling and how it was this kind of like really transcendent experience and very serendipitous. Emphasis not on trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> emphasis not on trans. And then J.K. Rowling, J.K. Rowling famously cast her on the spot. Was like, there we're doing a movie and we think that you she's like you're cis, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, but like this was before this preceded the the turf controversy. It's and interesting so, that she was able to do a transatlantic <laughs> accent. Um. But I, I, I mean, because all of the actors are under like multi-million dollar non-disparagement agreements, there's like nothing any of them can ever do or yeah. say. Um, Jude Law was like fine, even though he wasn't in it a lot. I thought when he was first cast, I thought that made complete sense. But he just so fades into the movie. He didn't doesn't really do anything. And that is also, Dumbledore-y to I have a lot of issues with the continuity of the Wizarding World and its rules that are displayed <laughs> in this movie. Especially like, when muggles go in and out of it. Like, yeah, just like something like the fact that they, that Dumbledore has them meet in the Room of Requirement and one of the big parts of the last Harry Potter book is that Dumbledore never knew about the Room of Requirement. And it's like, she doesn't even care about her own canon. She is such a bad <laughs> writer and creator and the movie just sucked. It was bad. It wasn't even like offensively bad. It was just nothing. Yeah, and uh, for me the continuity, the lack of continuity is really in the fact that the German um minister of magic looked exactly like Grindelwald and they they were yeah. alarmingly similar and I could not focus on I who did was like who. that one of his henchmen looked like if Ron Weasley did ketamine. <laughs> I did catch that guy specifically because you leaned over and said, that looks like Ron Lee. Ron <laughs> Weasley, Weasley did ketamine. Also, when um, the movie ended and J.K. Rowling's name came up in the credits, we did boo. Oh, that. And can we also say, in terms of the vibe of the crowd that we were sitting in, Everyone was talking through this movie. The whole, but Usually, we were talking the loudest. No. I, well, I, 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 well, yeah, we do talk very loud. We were I, talking I, at we're the very, volume. We're, we're talking very, now. Very annoying. But I, but the precedent was set. Like, ro- Usually Rose and I are the only ones like maybe kind of... But like everyone yeah, but Ash was, was between the, us and yes. Ash like fully does fully, not fully does not care. Ash talks it. She might as volume. we might as well like be on your sofa in your apartment. But the fact that no one in the theater had respect for this film. Actually, there was one person that tried to clap at the end. Well, also you didn't have respect for your theater because as we were leaving, Fran spilled an entire bucket of popcorn on the ground. <laughs> I was so disinterested in the movie in general that I left to go refill popcorn and soda, which I never, ever do. I, like, if I had had to, I would have taken a shit during that movie. Oh, that would have been a a, a protest we all could have appreciated, I'm sure. I would have taken a shit on the movie, on the reel. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. 
I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play I have to like give everyone a little bit of backstory please honey you are I think like one of the funniest people I have I'm not gonna say discovered because that sounds very gross no but, like, I mean we're in Hollywood baby I'm <laughs> trying to be discovered I, I, I mean that I mean that in like as in the Instagram discover well it's called the explorer page totally, but it's yeah. about discovery right. which I, I think also the for you page on TikTok yes, is about discovery it is um, and a few months ago, one of your TikToks popped up, and it was the one. Can can you? It was the bottom oh, right. one. It was the can one you, can where you I said it? that eating ass is actually first base. Yeah. Because as a stand-up comedian, I unfortunately have to encounter the heterosexual male hack, which is now guys talking about eating ass as this like, you know, gigantic ravishing phenomenon. Wow. As if for like you and I and you and. I'm assuming the listeners at home is not just like a fundamental, like basic part. A pillar. Of human sexuality. It's just part, yes. it's just part of their diet. Right. Oh, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's, Literal nutrients. It's like on the food pyramid, it's a right. top it's of a, the pyramid. It's like at the Wait, bottom. Wait, I don't remember. It's the, bo- <laughs> it's the bottom of the period, the good Let, part, or the top? No, the top the, is the bad one. The like, bottom okay, is, is like yourself. whole grains. Not us trying to figure out what the, <laughs> the food pyramid was. And I am a nutritionist. And the bottom and the of the food period, period is fat snacks. <laughs> Literally. My favorite cookies. Yeah. Um, um, right, so I was talking about that, and then I think I said that gay second base was Dionysus hero worship. Yeah, and then I think home base <laughs> is asking your partner what their last name. Is. Wait, I think the <laughs> one that so... I re- I think the one that I really liked was the one where you said something like, "If you see this, you were meant to see it." Oh, right. Yeah. Um, you're a bottom. You're, you're a, a bottom. bottom. Oh, and then also, um, I did one that was taken down where I said, "If you see this, you're meant to see it. You're a faggot." 
Oh. Um, but they didn't let me say that on Instagram. Well, you can say oh, community guidelines. I know it's so cool. Oh, now they, they want to enforce it. it. Um, well, I remember when you did the eating ass TikTok because Rose sent it to me, and I was like, "Is this the funniest thing I've seen in like eons?" Like, I just remember you have such a magnetic kind of like personality. Thank you. And it's so interesting. So we are all just for the for the virgins. We're all meeting for the very for the first, first time, yes. and I yeah. feel like I've known you forever. Oh my but, god, that's so. Strange. You have a very. Um, um, calming Instagram presence, Thank despite you. being somewhat—I mean, this is a compliment—abrasive. Of course, well, I was yeah. going to say a dirt bag. Like, yeah. Oh, like absolutely. A, like a I hot appreciate dirt bag that. You feel totally. you yeah. feel like someone I've done ketamine with at five a.m. Hundred percent. And like, yes. it's very possible that we have. Oh, yeah. It's like the like two gender that all two of genders ago. Hundred oh, <laughs> percent. Like two names ago. Like two different <laughs> yeah. Like oh my ago. god! Wait, your sock? No, like, exactly. Excuse me, I didn't mean to say it. Right. No, it's like I'm actually Beetlejuice. Like that's what it is. Definitely. Beetlejuice is such a chosen name. No, a hundred percent. But then it's also like I know. Well, I was about to say I know a cis baby, but I guess that's for some reason we don't know yet. But I, okay, I know cis parents who named their baby Beetle. And I'm like, names like that used to be earned, bitch. It's like babies just give their parents trans names now. Like, it's so unfair. I know a it's cis so cool. baby is one of the funniest things. <laughs> I don't want to be part of this. Don't Beetle. know Beetle's journey. Uh, that's that what feel- I'm going to start asking is what people tell me they're pregnant I'm gonna say oh my god is your baby sis (laughs) (laughs) but now I feel like babies like when they are trans and they choose that like I feel like in 10 years all the trans girls are gonna be named like Daphne, Rebecca. They're all oh my already God. named Daphne, Lauren. Rebecca, <laughs> and like, and like yes. Artemis, Diana, right. Cassiopeia. 100%. But now it's like all the Park Slope moms are naming their cis babies Artemis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're, oh my God, trans girl names. Exactly. Chosen names Persephone. are now the names yeah. that, 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 <laughs> that like cis straight right. parents are choosing for their babies. Caden, Jax. Yeah. It's <laughs> not Jax. <laughs> Either the cycle's going to complete itself or we're going to go fully back to just naming everyone like Matt and Mike. Mm -hmm. Like just our chosen names are going to be like Matt, Mike, and John. No, it's 100%. Or we're going to be named like, you know, our babies are going to be named like Facebook. Well, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? That's what the next wave. (laughs) The next wave of trans people will name themselves like. Steven. Yes. And so yes. My new child, betterhelp.com. Jessica. <laughs> right. ZocDoc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's actually That's actually a great name. If either Zoc or Doc are yes. great non-binary names. If they were twins. Yeah. And they Zoc could and Doc. Be both. Um, yeah. but we did lure you here for right. a reason. Of course. of course. Um and it is to talk about, I think, one of the most exciting reality shows. Um mm. Seasons of a reality one of the show. most yes. exciting seasons. We don't of want reality to speak largely about the show ever seen, um, and we're talking specifically about "Are You the One?" season eight. Eight. That's what I thought. Season eight. The what was known, I think, culturally as the bisexual season. But what was known literally in copy as the sexually fluid season? Oh, that's right. I love sexual, <laughs> sexual fluidity. fluidity. Well, first, should we give the 
an explainer of what Are You the One is. Because I had as, never watched it before. As if anyone of us season. could explain it, because the format is actually extremely complicated. No, and it yeah. involves a lot of math. Honey, 100%. could honey, could you lay it out for us? Okay. I definitely want to like hold space for Fran by saying that like me trying to explain the concept of this reality show is like playing a game of three-dimensional chess. Yes, it's like so it's complicated. so convoluted. Okay, so they bring 12, I believe, 12 singles to an island. And on that island, each of the singles has one of their perfect pairs. So one, so usually that, that has been decided by, by the show by a, by a group scientist. of producers. <laughs> but they, but they tell you it's like professional matchmakers, like right. psychological sure. analysts, but it's, like uh, relationship but it's, experts. But yes. it's in reality, it's like. 24-year-old cis women with brown hair. But they- and, like, Louis Vuitton never full tote. <laughs> right. And it's also, like, so unfair. Like, that should be my job. Like, I love <laughs> pretending like I'm a matchmaker. I think I have really good taste in people, regardless, and, like, who everybody should date. So... When it's, like, the straight seasons, then it's easier because it's, like, okay, I'm a girl, so it's one of these six guys is going to be my pair. Yeah. But on the sexually fluid season, it could be any of them. Yeah. So yeah. that leads to the mayhem, the mischief, etc. And the math, the literal math. No, the literal to... math. And um, if I remember correctly, so they are given their perfect pairings, mm-hmm. and they have to go through the season choosing people. Yes. And if they... If they pick the right person, then they all get money. Yes. But if they pick the wrong people, some of that money is taken away. So the way that it works is at the end of every episode, they go to this like coliseum where they all where they're <laughs> and all fight to the death. <laughs> literally. And they have to walk like pair and pair and sit next to who they've decided is their perfect match. Uh-huh. And then there's this massive reveal where if they have chosen correctly, then Pillars of light will appear <laughs> from the floor that says that it's the right match. Yeah. This has happened ev- every time I've hooked up with someone from Grindr. Yeah. This is exactly yeah. what happened. Literally. Pillar of light shoots up from the floor. Right. And it's we like the Hollywood come. sign explodes, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I've done the right thing. And then if they do find their perfect matches, Oh, no, 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 this is wrong. Because there's also the boom boom room. Oh, the boom boom room is where they fuck. Okay, and but then, then there's the, the then it's there... like a situ, it's another room. There's but another then room. How do they know? How do they decide that? Okay, there's like, oh, but the... then there's Honeymoon Island. Yeah, okay, so there's a room that they're able to send content. Okay, so basically, <laughs> no, th- this is what I'm saying is that it's highly complicated. Right. The, but like, there's another kind of room island thing that they that the group can decide to send a couple to yes. to fact check if they yes. are in fact the perfect match. Whereas with the beams of light, they don't know who's who. Mm. They just oh, that's know. right. They know that some people are matches. That's right, that's right. They just know that there, right. 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 there are perfect matches. But if they do lock in the correct match, then they get to go on their honeymoon yeah. and they like sit the whole season out. But only out. if they do the correct match in one of the challenges and not with the pillars part. Yes. <laughs> and so honestly, for the listeners at home who have already like started dissociating and doing other tasks as we try to explain like just this, watch the it. plot. But like, but like the thing is, it's like messy. And yeah, like, the, Everyone's yes. queer and or queer. Yeah, you know, the rules are like totally unimportant. Right. And it was marketed largely as the sexually the, fluid season. Yes. The first sexually fluid it, reality dating. But I think show. 
queers writ large found it to be a cultural phenomenon, at least intracommunally. Rose and I were working it out at the time, and I edited so many fucking pieces about this oh. show, and I never read it. I did it. a whole podcast episode. Yes, we did right. a whole podcast. And I feel like that, like, it was just a phenomenon. Like, you could not avoid it. And it, it was, was just this it one season. It was the season. gay Super Bowl. Because it was the it, gay it really Super was. Bowl. Like, I remember, what was it, 2019? Like, I would, when I was living in Seattle at the time, I would, like, go to bars and have them play it on the TV live. It and should have been screened like, like Drag Race. No, 100%. Like, it should have been yeah. screened like Drag Race. Like, I would come with like 30 friends to a bar and be like, you have to play the show on MTV for us right now. Yeah. Like, I promise we'll all like order cheese fries and like get really wasted. Yeah. And cheese we will fries. all like scream and like lose our shit. Well, oh because God, it so makes amazing. so much sense for a dating show because you look at things like The Bachelor and it's like, one person with all these matches. Yes. And, like, of course there's so much drama inherent in that. But, like, the drama has an end point. There's only so many permutations of messiness that could happen. But on this sexually fluid of Are You the One, when everyone can be into each other, right. yeah. there are just so many possibilities for shenanigans to Absolutely. go down. I was just going to say that I watch a lot of reality dating shows. I know. I, I follow you on Twitter. Genuinely, it really is like my favorite form of any sort of like sociological experiment because you're just like watching people give themselves PTSD because they don't want to be alone. Like <laughs> yeah. it's so like beautiful <laughs> to me. Oh my God. Like it's really just like, it, I don't know, just like harps on what we're all the most scared of. Like are we going to die alone? And I'm like willing to put myself like in the panopticon to be like witness doing it. But in other reality dating shows, it doesn't, they don't prioritize fucking enough. But yeah. in this one too, where it's like, that is part of the incentive, yeah. that you kind of all have to fuck each other. Oh my God. And it happens so quickly. So quickly. Well, Remy, I mean, Remy is a, a good friend of, of mine. Course. And like, and was of course, was a contestant yes. on the show. Remy Turan was the first person to go in the boom, boom room with, I want to say Kai. Yes. The trans guy who like, of course, everyone wanted to well, fuck. Kai and, okay, so wait, wait, let's let's okay. Look, let's talk quickly about the casting because okay, please. because a lot of the queer people they were it's the queer season or whatever. But in terms of casting, you know that the people casting this show are like the cisest, most heterosexual 100%. people ever. So a lot of like these queer people look like they work at a mall. Like yeah. they look very norm. They're very H and M. But Kai has like universal like queer hotness. Like I think he's like. Seem to be attracted well, to like, a lot of different rise, terrains and corners. And on the rise, T boy is like, you know, like the, 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 gold, the, the sacrificial totally. lamb, the yes. golden goose. And like, you know, like top surgery scars heal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Down. Like, down. Wait, Keyhole, down. Ready, down. Wait, we're ready to down go. Can we <laughs> even yeah. talk about the moment where like Kai was like doing his like tee shot and he was like, yeah, like I have to do Oh this. my God. And like the girl's like, oh my so God, you're so brave. Dying. Like, oh my God, like intramuscular or what? Like how are we doing this? Right. Yeah. Like, what's but it was like, like, come on. He was you doing it as like a kind of like, yeah, baby, I have to do this all the time. Like, yeah. But then they also had Basit, who's non-binary, but yeah. they only hired or, like, cast, like, one non-binary person. Yeah. So there's, like, two trans people. And then, yeah, a bunch of, like, Zara floor managers. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, Literally. Yes. Oh, my God. Exactly. But Basit's Basit storyline with, I think, Jonathan, Jonathan. was... It was, was harrowing. It was, it was, but it was also really interesting, like, how 
it made Jonathan confront his own internalized misogyny. Yes. Period. Right. Okay, so here's the thing. That was like, when I watched the show, which I only watched it recently, okay. I think I watched it in December because I was so exhausted from editing pieces about it, I was like, I'm never going to watch the show. <laughs> right. And so when I did watch it, I, re- I remember seeing that and being like, oh, actually, like, I mean, I'm disappointed that, like, Albasit did on the show was, like, do have emotional to labor. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Educate and do emotional labor. Like, I wish have to educate could... a bunch of sorrow uh, for me. Yeah. So I, I would have, like... <laughs> it's just, like, 20 minutes on your break, and they're, like, okay. Like, yeah, while, yeah. while you have your, like, menthol camel crush, they're, like, okay, this is what being a non-binary person is like. Literally. Literally. And so I would... And you know what? They might do that at Zara. Yes. Yeah. No, 100%. And I would, what I'm saying is I would have loved to for, for visit to have found love. But, like, in that moment, I was like, whoa, like, the, the power of queerness is, like, eradicating, like, mask- toxic masculinity from this space. Yes. Because there were those two bros that were, like, in love with each other, but they, like, wanted to fight all the time. Justin Avery. Oh, my God, Justin. Yes. And they had to have a moment with them. And then when Kai was, like, fucking everybody, there was, like, a literal transformative justice circle that took place in a hot tub. And right. I do, and I do <laughs> feel... Like, toxic masculinity ends tonight. Yeah. I do feel like, and this sounds so, like, Stu- gross to say, but I do feel like they all grew over the course <laughs> yeah. of the season. No, they did. Really? Uh, like they I did. think it was like one of the r- one of the rare seasons of a reality dating show where the people who were on it, like they're they actually like enriched their lives, maybe Literally. in in a way other than getting like spawn con opportunity. No, I totally it's a beautiful agree. thing to. I totally agree. A lot of the time, like for reality shows, growth is so manufactured, but it really did felt like they went through that together. Like they because they all really wanted the money, and I do think that like for those the two bros that were in love, like there were a lot of people on the island, or were they even on an island? I don't know, or the resort or whatever. Sure. They, were, they were, whatever. they were, the, the they weird were like, mass in the, of in a, <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. There were there were a or lot a of peninsula. like contestants right. that were like that you could tell that they had no queer friends, like that they yeah. had oh. not been in queer community. So for the bros to finally interact with someone like Basit or someone like Kai or someone who is kind of like has the tools or rather is just therapized. You know what I mean? Right. For them to kind of be like, oh yeah, like this is like how we deal with things here. It's kind of, you've never, because reality TV like profits off of like everything being messy and you, your inability to work through something. It was kind of amazing to watch like a bunch of queers be like, but let's have this moment to like actually to hold you accountable. Right. Yeah, that's why. Because they're probably used to being the only queer employee at their Zara store. Right. <laughs> yes. But that is why the show to me was so like magical, and I like ate it up so voraciously, and like why all my friends were just so obsessed with it. Yeah, where it's like you get to see one all of like the tropes that as a gay person we like collect throughout our lives, like psycho local girl who yeah. like you know wants to hit on everyone after like three shots of Goldschlager was that Nor? it's all of them yeah literally everyone you know like cringe trans guy who's like <laughs> sobbing in the corner because he's not getting like the tail that he wants it's just like all of the above like uh, I, him in the the who was was it Jenna that he was like entwined yes. with the whole them like kissing in the rain at, and making oh up for like God. the fourth time come clean. well God, Kai come clean. Kai <laughs> Kai unfortunately got real old real fast oh no yeah. absolutely like literally heartbreaking I also I also feel like maybe this is like so mean we'll have to edit it out but like Kai was the reason why I was like I'm gonna be a brunette now <laughs> I was like 
like, I no longer want to be like trans guy with like bleach blonde hair. Like I'm done. Like I'm putting that aside. <laughs> I'm finally, I've, I've come to terms with that. Right. Um, so there was that. And, but also like Danny, who was like the nerdy one oh, and I was like trying to figure his place out in the world. And like, Danny was like oh, a little yeah. gen- gender non-conforming. Exactly. Yes, like wearing like, skirts. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. That was so, so beautiful. Sweet. Like so sweet. And then it's like him and it's also so funny because him and Kai were a perfect match. And like totally. Kai's like actual like repulsion with that as a reality <laughs> yeah. was so challenging. And I was like, Danny's so sweet and cute. Like, because I absolutely know that couple. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yes, we, I mean, that's the thing about watching the show. We, is know, we know all of those yeah. people. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. How was the show received outside of faggots? Mm. I like I don't even know. I, was, I don't know. And I wonder <laughs> and I feel like I I I would like to see like the Nielsen ratings because right. there hasn't been another season of another all queer season. Because it does raise the question where it's like obviously 
would straight people want to watch it? No. No. But why wouldn't so. they? Because it's right. so good. It's totally. So, it's so good. It was it's such perfect TV. reality TV. I feel like also like there, it the show to me like this isolated season was like the strongest argument for just queer reality shows I in agree. general. Like queer yeah. people thrive in that environment because drama. we make attention. <laughs> yeah, drama and trauma. Sex. Yes, drama Sex. and trauma. Yes. yes, drinking. There was so much fucking. The five. So much fucking. The five some. Oh yeah, there was a five. There was a five. Who was in the five some? I don't even Remy, remember the list. Definitely. But definitely Remy, high. Remy, definitely Kai. High. I mean, if you're if you're if you decide to watch it on Paramount Plus when you get home, y'all should let us know who was in the five some because like <laughs> I really I want to know. But there was a five some. Yeah, and we would have everyone who was in the five some on as a guest. On yes, but it's funny too that you're talking about math. Yeah, because the last <laughs> episode of the show was I think it was Carrie just being like, we need to stop fucking each other and we have to figure out who our perfect no, matches it, are. Oh, yes, it was, through it was math. Carrie and Danny through math. It was and Carrie Danny, and Danny. Danny, Danny, the uh, the nerd. The nurse. And they literally like put and also I love Carrie did not get enough play. Yeah. She was like perfect hot girl Jador. Yeah. Same yeah. with Kylie. And she didn't was get enough really play. open to like yes. all this love. Like yeah. she, Carrie a lot of, and Kylie yeah. really want they, I think they didn't have the like psychosis necessary to be good mm. reality yeah, television yeah, yeah, yeah. monsters. Same thing with Danny. You know, exactly. It's not like Jenna who like wakes up in the morning and is still like in TikTok by Kesha <laughs> and is like, I'm going to end someone's fucking life tonight. <laughs> I close down every bar in like Lansing, Michigan. Like just so frightening. Yeah, I'm, like, gonna, I'm gonna break my Morphe blending brush in half <laughs> and stab you Stop. with it. Then- <laughs> Pull it out of your chest and do some really bad eye makeup. Literally. With or or like Justin Avery or Max who are like, we're putting on a Hawaiian shirt and Chelsea boots and we are going to start conflict every night. The the gay guys, they, well, they're not gay, they're bi. Um, gay I mean, every, Everyone's faggots. Right. <laughs> the faggots. They, it's so funny because like, you think on a show like this that like the... You know MLMs, and I don't mean multi-level marketing. Don't even scheme. not multi <laughs> men loving right. men. Um, like that they would be the sluttiest and most promiscuous, mm-hmm. but they were funnily enough the people who coupled up the quickest. Yeah. I know subverting gender norms. That's true. Yeah. But it was the WLWs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was these like crazy dykes that just like ran through each other, Formula One style, like <laughs> so fucking nasty, like one after the other. <laughs> Well, because but I, I I but this is also something that but I that do. feels very true to life. Oh, I was God. gonna say a tenant that I believe with all of me is that dyke drama is more fundamentally destructive than faggot drama. Oh, I believe absolutely. it. Absolutely, faggot drama has the half life of like a ladybug, like in and out. <laughs> but dyke drama is like it's generational trauma. <laughs> it is time and time again. Like these dykes feud. For life. Wait, and I have a question for you. Have you watched Tampa Bay's on no, Amazon? What's Tampa Bay's? Oh my God, Bay's. Tampa Bay's is a reality show on Amazon about a group of lesbian friends in Tampa. <gasps> and one of them has like returned from being gone for a while. Where was she? <laughs> she's like in in like Tallahassee. Totally. Um, and she comes back and everyone's like, oh, she's back. Right. Um, her name's Cubby. 
Cuffy? Cuffy? Cuffy. Not Cuffy. Cuffy. You're like, Cuffy. I know it is. I know Cuffy. I have the wrong, have the wrong <laughs> consonant. Um, no, when like a dyke comes back, it's like you're back from a war. It's literally, <laughs> it was like the beginning of Gossip Girl. It's like someone saw Serena getting off the train at Grand Central, but they're all lesbians. When a faggot moves back to town, it's like, Hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go to the mall? Literally, like, hey, Like, queen. oh, I didn't realize you left. Because <laughs> like, yeah, no I know, like, 20 people who look just like you. Of course. Yeah. No, but it really is extremely true to life. Well, that was, I mean, that's the funny thing about Kai on Are You the One was, like, was very much this energy of someone we all know in yes. queer spaces of a trans guy who, like, is still approaching relationships through the lens of, like, lesbian culture. Absolutely. But wanting to be approaching relationships through the lens of gay male culture. And right. as, like, an annoying fuckboy, a precedent to Che Diaz, honestly. Oh, like, my it God. really oh, was. Oh, wow. my God. Che Diaz should host. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the second qualifier season of Please. Are You the One. If Che Diaz existed, they absolutely would host it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, maybe they I will. Miss Don't never say Or at least or what, all what Season a Fuckboy Island on HBO. Have you watched Fuckboy Island? I have on watched HBO Fuckboy Island. Incredible television. Yes, <sighs> love, Phenom. beautiful, perfect. And I, I just love, I love a reality dating show too because I like to have what the like pantheon of attractiveness be reflected back to me. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. for me to be like. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I who? love I I love being shown like these are America's hottest bachelors and I'm like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, why? That's so T, that's so true. It's like a marvel to see what it like cishet people are attracted to. Totally. Like, the or most nondescript. Because you see cishet this... people think the most attractive queer people are. Yes. Zara exactly. floor managers. Zara floor <laughs> yeah, managers. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, because on The Bachelor you see all these women fighting over someone who like, he is the most gorgeous person I've ever seen in my life. And he's like all forehead. (laughs) Okay. And I do think that the people on Are You the One are like I think like more believable. Like they, they look like they're like hot but they also like look normal. Yeah. Totally. And I don't know normal. any gay normal people. No, me either. Right. I, not not no. in my world. No. No. I, no, 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 no. When the show like first, when it was first kind of coming out and marketed as like the sexually fluid season, I remember feeling like very allergic to that because to me like to be sexually fluid is kind of a thing that like PR girls tell like straight celebrities to say about their gender to evade controversy Harry about the Styles. gay role that they're doing. Or honestly, like Lucas Hedges or like other, like there are like celebrities right. that have done that before. What's going on with her? <laughs> I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. But like, anyways, I-, I felt like I was like, that feels very, they, they should just say queer. You know what I totally. mean? Totally. That, but they think like it's a I'm, bad word. Exactly. They think oh. it's a bad word. So I was. To me, sexually fluid, I'm like, come, piss, squirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when I, when you, when I read sexually fluid, I'm like, sexual fluid. <laughs> It's the You're f- saying it wrong. It's the first piss kink season Literally. of Are You the One? It's the first like slip and slide, like squirt Oshigoshi, queen. Throat That's what goat, I'm saying. Throat goat season <laughs> right. of Are You the One? But anyways, I was. It's the first all come season. <laughs> I I remember being like really kind of like disarmed by the PSAs that are at the end of every episode that are right. like, if you would like to support the sexually the fluid, fluid community, community, if you want. To support the ushy gushy community. <laughs> Dalbo like, grinder. I like my whole life has, been, has yes. been committed to supporting the sexually fluid community. I know it's usually through sexual fluid. To who yeah. I am. Sponsored yeah. by Sniffies for sure. Um well, but I remember what 
sniffies. Oh, is that the? It's a website. It's like it's, the, it's dark. It's grinder, but even it's darker. grinder, but it's on a web platform. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can't. It's grinder for desktop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's mobile. And right. like no faces ever. No faces. Any huh. pictures? Pictures, but, but just no dinks. faces. But just dicks. Yeah, yeah. Right, of or conk? Conk or dick. <laughs> yes, or hole. Um, but I do remember when I started watching this show, I was like, like actually very surprised by the effortlessness of the fluidity within the show. Like someone would like, fuck pan. a boy like, no, and then fuck a girl it and then fuck a trans It was all on. I do all like that. Yeah. that. That was really... The only times people were like contesting with their sexuality was when it was like Justin and... Or like, or when it was like Basit and Jonathan, yeah. and then Jonathan had to be like, "Oh, I'm having my own moment." But it, it was people were like slip and slide, and who cares? And they were. <laughs> and I remember it's not about parts; it's about hearts. And I remember like the kind of like WeHo bros that are on the show. Like I remember being like, "There's no way you're gonna sleep with a girl," and like, then, and then they do, and right. you're like, well, And it's so crazy because this is on paper like a heterosexual relationship, but like you know the snake has eaten its own tail and it's queer again. And I'm totally. like, how is this? How does this this feel like more radically queer than if they were like making out with a guy. And then you know I'm I mean? like, if Max could fuck a guy and a girl, I'm like, what's my excuse? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like everyone watching at home. It's like let's like let's get some fluidity going. Yeah. It's like let's if like if they can do it, we can all do it. Yeah. I just think it's part of like the pansexual, bisexual, queering indoctrination of the world that I wish to see. Yeah, we are all just a series of holes. And we're all just fluids. Okay, another facet of the show that we haven't discussed yet is the relationship expert. Okay. Element of that. Do you remember her name? (laughs) No. I'm sure it was like, I don't know, like Greta or Hannah or Yeah, she it's like it's it's like it's like Mrs. Doctor (laughs) who has like a very like pink, misunderstood haircut. (laughs) Oh my god. Yes. And then like one gigantic tattoo (laughs) sleeve. Yeah, she's giving Brene Brown (laughs) (laughs) Brene Brown if she grew up like I don't know like Like, on like Long Beach (laughs) (laughs) Brene Brown if she like knew how to surf (laughs) yeah <laughs> like very that yeah. and well apparently they like re- they interviewed like all of their like exes apparently they like interviewed all of their like exes and totally you know like moms and oh, like, yeah, they, to find out to how find they out. sabotage their relationship yeah. yeah basically like I can you imagine like what would it would happen to you on this I'm just gonna say it island um, <laughs> because I'm just on, it's on an island fuck in my brain. Island. Yes. It's a brain. It's an island in my brain. Can you imagine what would happen if you were a, cont- a contestant on this show and someone has interviewed everyone you've like hooked up with or like been in a relationship? They would with? How would they find them? To <laughs> yeah. Say. Oh, okay. about me personally. Oh, all, all my exes are very scared of me. Oh. Scorpio. Yeah, they would. Like, <laughs> they would like. They would like go through all my old Craigslist emails, and, and people would be like. Uh, who? Oh, him. <laughs> no. Like, oh, she? Yeah, okay. That makes sense now. Good for her. Good for her. It would just be a lot of people being like, go good for her. Good for her. She lives in LA. Oh, my God. She's happy. Good. Oh, it's Rose now? Oh, great. No. Pretty name. Yeah, love that. My name? Please don't ask that. <laughs> do not ask my name. There was a challenge they had to do with the relationship relationship expert that I do think is brilliant where they had to put together a piece of Ikea furniture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That couples. was so good. Like, that's actually, yeah. like, whatever intern wrote that, that's, like, so brilliant. Lesbian Have, culture. Lesbian culture. I I would say I'm, 
I don't know if I identify as a lesbian. I identify as a dyke for sure. Yeah. And I'm in like a dyke relationship. And I am I don't put it together. That's none of my yeah. business. I she do does think, that. I do think Galaxy Brain would have been making them go to IKEA. Mm-hmm. Um, but they probably I don't think they No, could they're get, like they on an island like off the coast of Cuba. Well, like, <laughs> if you try to leave, you're like electrocuted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's no IKEAs there. Yeah. That I remember that challenge was really surprising because the large majority of the things that they have to do, like in terms of like activities, programming challenges, are actually very they felt very not of the queer imagination. You know yes. what I mean? I think they had a queer Except for the glitter party. Yeah, the the, the queer prom. The the, yes. the them dot the... us sponsored queer prom that And they're of, all like, like Mervays for <laughs> some reason. <laughs> well, that is the that is the first thought for like queers being um, you know, like free and like Mervay. Mervay. Yes. <laughs> it's always mermaids. Right. First. And I then... know, but th- but also it's like I guess one thought I'm having about why Mervays come first, it's like but where's the hole? But if queer people where's could figure out how to fuck as mermaids, it like would be queer people. Yeah, could absolutely. Figure out how to fuck. figure it out. Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. The technology is there. I'm we sure. have the technology. We'll just we make a little sashimi, got, like cut a hole out. I'm like usually very cynical when it comes to things like a queer prom or whatever. Like I think I don't know, Rose and I've been working in media so long, I've just kind of seen the same idea over and over again. Right. But my heart melted so hard during that. I was just like, oh my god, we're like watching these boys put glitter on and be yeah. like, oh my god. Well, because it was so middle before. school. Yeah. We're watching a one a grind train. Like five people all like at a bat mitzvah yeah. style. <laughs> totally. Right? It's like all like breaking it down in slow a, motion. A bix mitzvah. Yes. A they mitzvah? What do they say? B'nai mitzvah. B'nai, B'nai mitzvah, mitzvah. That's what it is. Where it's like you're throwing glitter in the air and playing. And someone has to clean that up. Yeah. Right. Or I guess it just becomes like the microplastics that we like eat now. <laughs> it just like goes back up and becomes toxic rain. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah, it, it was extremely wholesome. And yeah. I usually detect anything that's wholesome but I just think that they have all been like somatically processing their traumas so immensely for so long like they deserved this well that's the thing is the season started out like so horny and Mm. you were like oh yeah they all want to fuck each other yeah the first sexually fluid season of the of are you the one and then it turns by the end surprisingly sweet and in the last episode they all want to work together to get the money and with straight people that would never happen. No, that would never. I've never happen. watched another season of the show, but I already know it wouldn't happen like that. And with at least half the cast in the first episode, you watch the first episode and you're like, "I'm not rooting for you. I'm not rooting for you. Don't remember you." Like, you, there, there are a lot of people. You're like, "I there's I'm not invested at all." Yes, and you become invested in pretty much every single character's kind of arc because it does really feel earned. And it is beautiful that they were never until like due date the clock is striking thinking about making money yeah they were like I'm really just here to like fucking suck yeah and then they were like wait oh right there's a million dollars on the line (laughs) I guess we can like make a flow chart really quick (laughs) from BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I don't know if y'all know this, like, industry insider scoop. What do they eat on the island? Um, they... Soylent? No, I think they had to cook for themselves. Oh, so so they weren't eating. Yeah, no, no, no. No. They, They, like... Their their fridge is stocked, and then they have to figure meals out themselves. Oh my god! So they were just I don't know eating like quinoa the whole time. Like what? Do, well, I what definitely do queers remember know watching them no. eat a lot of Ben and Jerry's. I know um, I would always see like, Ben and Jerry's, but like if you're bottoming, like <laughs> I hope it's non dairy. I'm like, what can I say? <laughs> I know how would they? I guess they could just bring. Um, also, do they like stock dishes with them? Yeah, did or did they provide that? Like that's what I was wondering. What was in I the think house? About like condoms. was there a shelf full of condoms, Lube. douches? Lube, poppers, for sure. like um, like a shoot of. Is there prep? like a laundry machine? <laughs> Were there washer S- dryer? Yeah, what about so. STI? A tests? sex swing? Oh like, yes, ethically, fentanyl strips. Are... Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, fentanyl. Yes. Fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl. <laughs> right, a little like you know, um, place for your um for Kai syringes to go. Yeah, yeah. Where 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 was he depositing? Yeah, you safe needle think. exchange. I'm shocked that no one else came out as trans over the course of the season. Well, I. Th- so true. Because I'm not watching Drag Race right now, but isn't that everyone, part of the season? Everyone is trans. like flies. Half, girl, girl, half, girl. Half of the cast is trans, and you know RuPaul is in his trailer, like, throwing things at the no, wall. No, literally. He's, like, melting and shrinking and just, yeah. like, becoming a little raisin. Yeah, yeah. It's the best way to stick it to him. But that's the thing is, like, it sucks that actually that Drag Race is the only queer reality show. Like, the only one that has, like, made it to the mainstream or even any 
anything even close to the mainstream. Well, like, I had a little. Well, there's also Queer Eye. Well, that. Is, but is that a reality show? It's more I of like a makeover. Is. Yeah, you know. Well, I had. I'm thinking like, reality competition is what I meant to say. Yes. Reality sure, competition. Sure, sure. I had a, like a tweet slash Instagram post that went viral where I said, I love reality shows because I like watching straight people be psychologically terrorized. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so some people saw that and did some numbers. And then some people were commenting, like, oh, well. Well, do you count Drag Race? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, 100%. of course. I like when gay people are psychologically terrorized more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Obviously. It's like It's intra-community harm. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what we're here for. And well, this season did, of course, have the first cis heterosexual uh, contestant of, of Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Maddie so, Morphosis. Maddie Morphosis. Mm-hmm. So Maddie at least Morphy. one straight person was being terrorized. And he was being terrorized. Um, if God. you got to conceptualize the reality show where you got to terrorize straight people or queer people what would it look like it would definitely be a dating show and I've always thought about this I also really want to be on reality TV one day I see it for you 100% that's definitely a goal of mine I don't really know where I would be able to fit into that but I believe that with enough like diversity and inclusion training, they could have like, <laughs> a, like a weird, they could fit you in. They could fit like a rancid like non-binary with like chipped teeth who like f- whose fingers are always sticky, <laughs> like somewhere to play. But I think I really think it would be all of the dating shows combined, and I think that the twist. Would be maybe that they like, well, I I think what I would want and what I don't like, here's what I'm trying to say. There would have to be a lot of fucking. Yeah. Sure. It would have to to be be like a fucking centric show. Fucking would have Mm -hmm. to be part of the conceit. Exactly. Are you the cum? Literally. (laughs) Cum the one. Cum's the one. (laughs) Yeah. Where I don't, I think there there would be psychological Warfare. Oh no, here's what it would be. It would be psychological warfare because it would be the first one that somehow threaded in polyamory. Oh, oh where my it God. would be like, are are you the two? <laughs> yeah. Are you the many? <laughs> well, that's the thing about are you the one is like it's still a very um, polyamorous. It's it's well it is, but like it's still a very heteronormative end goal yes. because the they goal all have to two. have one person. Yeah. Yes. So but, on your show we're turning that on his head. Right. So my show would be like lots of fucking it'd be like polyamorous where there could be more than one person you could end up lots with. Lots of throuples. Because then, yes. then that makes it even messier and more complicated. Like maybe people would go on with their polycules or oh it could God. be like wife swap but like polycule swap. What? <laughs> Or it could be like more of a get me in the boardroom. Or maybe maybe it's, boardroom. maybe it's like on location in someone's like punk squat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that would be great. Where it's like, how can we make all of them do their dishes <laughs> somehow? Somehow chore wheel. No, what, not we would a have chore to incorporate wheel. a chore wheel. What somehow. would the setting be? Because like Resort Island is like too. It's not. It's not queer enough. Like no, where I would agree. it take place? It would have to take place like at a squat, at a, co- at a, squat a co-op, a, or a commune. Yes, yeah, it'll be at Short commune. Mountain. <laughs> it would have to take place like in the Short mountains Mountain. of like North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it's like, where are all of the queers like living in their land projects, <laughs> and how can we follow them through there? But I, I think. I would also really want to have one 
in the vein of the real L word, where it like happens like in Los Angeles. Yeah. I love like yeah. also where it's like in, in the real in the world city. style where you're like in the city because I love like dyke drama that happens like at a bar yes. where it's like, uh oh, who well, just walked what, in? This is why yeah. you need to watch Tampa Tampa You know where I could see this happening is in New Orleans. Yes, definitely. Because New Orleans has okay. a very like a very femme leaning queer community and it's like very punk. Yeah. Everyone, Everyone fucks each other. Um, and they fight. And they fight. And they fight. And they fight. They have no problems fight. fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're so the Green real light. world, but the polyamorous. Okay, so it's like pol it's like polyamorous fat life somehow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sex workers. Yeah. Yes. Are there challenges? Are there still yes. games? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I like the challenges because it like forces people to work together. Yeah. So I think some of the challenges would be like, I need you all to like make a frittata after like doing a line of ketamine. <laughs> and we also need some kind of twist because that's what all yes. reality dating shows need now is some kind of gimmick or twist. So the twist would be... What if we force some of the people to transition? I was, gonna say. I was going to say. Well, I, I, I was going to say like force them. Yeah, we would for, have to for, force... Forcible transition. It would yeah. have to be like a good like force feminization yeah, yeah. aspect. Like absolutely. Like you take the, like, you take the most like muscly like we ho gay guy of right. the pack and are like your name is Iris now. And right. they pump and her up. Pump her up. Yeah, and yeah. it's like yeah. I'm giving you like a skims body <laughs> And like just, and like 24 hours where you can't go to the gym. And we're just going to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's like if we were doing it like punk style, it's like we're forcing them to like live away from their animals. Mm. I think that oh. would be extremely challenging. Oh my God, If you wow. couldn't have like your dog with you while you were like traversing <laughs> these lines of like your psychosexuality. Oh yeah, and the, it could be part of the twist is that they told them that they could bring their dogs. Exactly. And very last and you minute, can't anymore. they find out that yes. they, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know if I would want mine to have a twist. Okay. Yeah. I think that I would really want it to be like, you're coming and looking for love, but you can bring your existing partner with you. Mm. Mm. But you're like polyamorous. So, it, so it's like you're going with your partners looking to expand your polycule. That... Okay. Yes. Is, uh, like, and then honestly, the challenges yeah. would be like you all have to like go to Costco together, but none of you have a membership. So you have to like <laughs> figure out who's going to sign up for it. Or like one of you tries to like get a like get a credit card. And you have bad credit. Yeah. Like you would have to do like extremely like banal things. You have to, getting, you have to wait in the pharmacy line at Callum Lord. <laughs> You, you have to fill out literally one like uh, form. Like form. <laughs> literally one a form. form. Just yes. literally anything that requires a it's signature. Like try to get a rental car from Enterprise. <laughs> you have to go. You have to go to a party where you're not on the list. Yes. Oh my god. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think some other fun challenges. Keeping a plant alive, maybe. Ooh. That would be hard. Yeah. Pimple popping. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Gross. Fun Ooh. things. Ooh, wow. Things that I love to do with my partner. <laughs> oh my god, you have to you have to drink dairy milk. No. Oh my god. Well, the Whole most controversial milk. thing about me is that when I 
I very rarely get any cream in my coffee, but if I do, it's actual cream. Wow. Yeah, That's if I decadent. do, You're I You're not queer. I'm literally heterosexual. I'm <laughs> yeah. just transitioning to straight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I get like a cortado with whole milk, <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Like, I like can't drink milk anymore. At all. And I used to love like, like I I would love milk. a glass of whole milk. When I used oh. to be a nanny in college, like one of my favorite things was that they bought really bougie milk and when I ate dinner with the kids, we would all have a glass of milk and it That's... felt so decadent. It is decadent. That's white culture. I'm sorry. Eating a, eating having a glass of milk with like a whole plate of pasta is like disgusting to mm. me. Like uh, to me milk is no, a breakfast. It's and in no, theory it's, it's a in breakfast theory drink. it does sound good to me now, but like I know that I couldn't do it and that my body would feel so disgusting afterwards. Well, I have a joke where I'm like, fettuccine carbonara literally has the ability to put my friends in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Like, chicken Alfredo is like a public health risk. Like, the novel coronavirus who? It's like, that is like more damaging. So if there are any Los Angeles-based virgins out there, I am throwing a party called Gorgeous Gorgeous down in downtown LA. It is, you know, a cute little pop music party for some queer and trans envies. I will be forcing Rose to go. Um, even though I'll be there. I already bought a ticket. Did you really? I did, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I love that you bought a ticket. To I mean, I'll be there on the early shift. I will be there, like, you know, when the bar opens yeah, yeah, for yeah. 20 minutes. Amazing. But I bought amazing. a ticket. So if any virgins want to come and talk to us for the first 20 minutes of the party, we will be there to schmooze. Um, I, I won't promise that I will talk to you. <laughs> you can find the ticket link in my Instagram bio. It is tomorrow, technically, this Friday, April 22nd at Resident downtown we will be back next week with a discussion on god knows what i think we're yeah gonna we're gonna figure out. it out you know we're, we're playing it by ear girls and gays and theys um, and as always if you have suggestions for what you want us to talk about um you can call us at 323 penance that's 323 736 2623 and you can leave us a review on apple podcasts it really helps us a lot i'm your co-host fran Torado. you can find me wherever you want at fran squishco and I'm Rose Domu. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Rose Domu. You can subscribe to Like a Virgin anywhere you listen and leave us a rating on Spotify or review on Apple Podcasts. Like a Virgin is an iHeartRadio production. Our producer is Phoebe Unter with support from Lindsay Hoffman, Julian Weller, Jess Krenchich, and Nikki Etor. Until next time, see you later, virgins. Ciao. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.